You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, January the 7th of 2021. My name is Lucas Smith, the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Thanks for tuning in today and every day. You tune in, always appreciated. Well, yesterday the Hall of Fame was announced, so I'll spend a little bit of my time on the show talking about that today. Um, but also we have a new partnership at the Locked On Podcast Network with Tenga. Um, I retweeted it on Twitter with, with a press release. Um, Tenga is a bunch of TV stations. We've been looking for more video stuff from me as well. Um as well as Locked On Now initiative, Locked On Today podcast being uh, started with a you know which is a twenty minute segment uh, every day talking about the news around sports, not just baseball. So, um, so yeah, so so some exciting stuff w- w- with the with the network. So be sure to head over to my Twitter where I retweeted that, give you all the information you need, and as I know the information. I will pass it along to you as well as to terms of what might change. Nothing will change in terms of content. Uh, I'll still be pumping out shows three days a week right now, and then once we get closer to spring training, five days a week like normal. Um, some exciting stuff here at the Locked On Podcast Network. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. And that topic is the Hall of Fame vote. Sadly, nobody elected to the Hall of Fame for the class of 2021. Um, the, the top vote-getter was Mr. Kurt Schilling, 16 votes shy of Hall of Fame with 71.1% of the ballots. Schilling was followed by Bonds with 61.8% and Roger Clemens, 61.6%. All three of those gentlemen going into their final year of eligibility on the BBWAA voting system. For those of you who don't know how the voting works, you have to get 75% of the Writers Association, uh, Baseball Writers Association of America, uh, vote 75 percent. Uh, those votes, I believe, it to be submitted by the 31st. I want to say, um, and if you don't get 75 percent, then you don't get in, and you are eligible five years after your last game, and you are eligible for a 10-year period, and then after that 10-year period, you get sent to you know you can be voted in by various committees. Like the mo- the most notable one is the Veterans Committee that votes um, on people that are no longer eligible in the BBWAA but they can still get voted in on those committees. So some people were upset that, you know, there's such a system that can be allowed that that can allow nobody to get in in a particular year. And this year was, was interesting because or you know, controversial if you will because of you know, some people want to try and keep people who they disagree with on certain philosophies or political ideas or, you know, they just disagree with on a lot of different things. Um, people um, disagree with Kurt Schilling. He sent in some horrendous tweets in, in his day. He tweeted supporting the, the Capitol attack on the 6th. Um, just, just horrendous things. Attacked journalists kind of supporting um, you know, the, the lynching of journalism. Journalists, rather. And so that's probably you know a big reason why he wasn't voted in. People don't want to vote people... Um, that they don't agree with on that level of a scale, um, and it, it 
it's it's a difficult thing. For, I mean, I don't have a vote. I, I you know, twenty year old kid don't you know covering the Cardinals doesn't have a, a vote in the Hall of Fame, and I don't think Schilling's a Hall of Famer even if you just look at the stats. Um, you know, and I do think that there is something to be said about the person's character. I'm not saying that everybody in the Hall of Fame has to be perfect because nobody in the Hall of Fame is perfect, and there are some awful people in the Hall of Fame also. And, but that's no reason all at the same time, just because there's somebody in the Hall of Fame that is an awful person doesn't mean that the next batch of awful people gets gets a pass. You know, so it it's tough because there are some people that want to separate it. You know, the Hall of Fame is just about baseball, just about the career. And I get both sides. I don't really know where I land with Schilling, like I said, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer anyway, so that's where I haven't looked too much into it, to be quite honest. But um, ESPN article um, by Bradford Doolittle um, kind of highlighted some of the controversy behind Schilling. Um, in a 2016 tweet, he appeared to endorse the lynching of journalists. And like I said, most recently, Schilling expressed support for the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Um, even though the writer's ballots have been submitted by that date, um, Schilling was also fired as a baseball analyst by ESPN after posting a derogatory message on social media about transgender people. That followed his previous suspension by the network after he compared extremist Muslims to Nazis in a social media post. So Clemens, I'm sorry, Schilling, his issue is, is off the field. You know, some of his philosophies might be, um, or not, not might be some of. I mean, the ones I just laid out are are, are wrong, <laughs> are, are are not correct, and that's a big reason why he was. I think that's a big reason why he wasn't voted on. That's a big reason why he won't be voted on. But when you're looking at Bonds and Clemens, that that's on-field issues. I mean, yes, it, it's carried into the off-field in terms of you know the the cases and everything like that. But the on-field were were PED. Um, Bonds knowingly used PEDs. Clemens denied their use, but it's, it's, it's bare minimum. It's a suspicion that both of them use PEDs, and you know you can make the case, or you can try to make the case anyway, is that oh everybody was using them, so it was really a fair game. But just because everybody cheated doesn't mean everybody should be let off the hook. If you cheated, you cheated. If you ruined the integrity of the game, you ruined the integrity of the game. That's what the Astros did in 2017. They didn't use PEDs, but they cheated. And you can say, oh, everybody's got their own sign-stealing system and whatever. doesn't matter. The Astros went a, a, you know, this is a little bit of a different scenario. I get that. But the Astros went above and beyond in their cheating to ruin the integrity of the game, to ruin the integrity of the game at the highest level. They weren't just cheating in regular season games. They were cheating in the World Series. And that, again, is a different issue. But still, and when you ruin the integrity of the game at any level, you ruin the integrity of the game. And that's what Bonds and Clemens did by cheating, by enhancing their performance. And Clemens can be made a case for this too, but Bonds especially, what sucks about Bonds is that he didn't need the steroids. He was an all-star. He was on the Hall of Fame track before he got all beefed up and went to San Francisco and hit 700 some odd home runs. 755, I think, is what he ended up with. Didn't need him. Still used him. Cost him his Hall of Fame ballot. And... It's 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 just tough. Baseball has a huge problem on their hands when you have the the person who has the most Cy Young awards in history. I believe Clemens has seven. You have the home run leader, and you have the hit leader, not in the Hall of Fame because of scandal. And again, arguments can be made either way, but my rule of thumb is if you ruin the integrity of the game by cheating. I know I've said that a lot today, but if you cheat, you don't get in the Hall of Fame. Period. 
And I, I do think that eventually Bonds, Schilling, or Bonds, Clemens, and Rose, I think they all will get in. But, you know, I don't think it'll be by the Writers Association. I think it'll be by a Veterans Committee or something, or some other area committee, if you will. But it's just interesting. Um, or it's not interesting. That's a bad word. It's, it's troublesome that you have all these players that occupy so many spots in the stat book not get in. That's a problem for baseball. So uh, we'll take a quick break to get through some, some sponsors here. And then uh, Kirchling also wrote a letter that you may or may have seen uh, that I have some thoughts about. So we'll hear from that letter coming up in just a moment. The new and improved Built Bar is new and even better than before. They have 18 incredible flavors, six brand new flavors. My favorite of all of them, as you know, is cookies and cream. They have nut and non-nut flavors. I got a box last week. Delicious. And again, you can choose from one of 18 incredible flavors. They're soft, they're easy to chew, and best of all, they're covered 100%. That's right, 100% in chocolate. And believe you me, that's my, my one of my favorite things about these things is that they're covered in chocolate because I'm a sweet tooth. But just because they're covered in chocolate does not mean that they're not great for the health conscious guy they are. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. And once again, all of them are covered in chocolate. Head over to BuiltBar.com today and enter the promo code Locked On for your 20% off on your next order. Again, head over to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On for 20% off your next order. As we are in mid-January and the thick of winter is coming up now is more important than ever to keep your car running. RockAuto.com is a family business and it will help you do that as they have served auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds, that's right, hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose from the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. And speaking of those prices, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for whether you are a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, according to this ESPN article, again, uh, Tony ESPN, five minute quick read by Bradford Doolittle. Um, there's this letter posted by Kurt Schilling, um, and an excerpt from the letter that was posted on Facebook says, um, I can say at this point that I am mentally done. I know math and I know trends and I know that I will not attain 75% threshold for induction. As I've stated over the past years, I've spoken with in my heart, I'm at peace. Nothing zero, none of the claims being made by any of the writers hold merit. Whatever mine is as a player, it will be the truth and one I earn for better or worse, he continued. The game has made it clear it does not want me back and that's fine. The game owes me exactly nothing. It gave me a billion more times than it took, and I'll forever be deeply in debt to it. So, I mean, 
that that part of the letter isn't as like woe as as this part. Um, Schilling says, "I will not participate in the final year of voting. I am requesting to be removed from the ballot. I'll defer to the Veterans Committee and men whose opinions actually matter, and who are in a position to actually judge a player." I don't think I am a Hall of Famer, as I've often stated, but if former players think I am, then I'll accept that honor. Then I'll accept that with honor. End quote. I mean, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer either, but if you don't think you're a Hall of Famer, then be done. Don't say, I don't think I'm a Hall of Famer, but if you say I am, then I am. If the Veterans Committee or the Players Committee, whatever committee votes him in, and say that he's a Hall of Famer, then yeah, that committee makes him a Hall of Famer, puts him in Cooperstown. But for Schilling to literally say, as he apparently has in the past, I haven't kept up too much with it, saying that I don't think I'm a Hall of Famer, then why are you making such a big fuss out of this? You clearly hate journalists, because you say in that statement that I just read that writers' opinions don't matter, and they aren't in a position to judge a player when these writers, for the most part, are covering these teams. And yes, writers aren't always correct. Are writers the best judges of character? No, that's why they have the other committees. But don't throw a hissy fit just because the writers didn't vote you in. And I'm sorry. Again, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, period. I think he's one of those fringe guys. But I just, I, I don't know. It just seems odd to me to be making such a fit out of this and to throw the writers under the bus so much and to hate the writers so much to say, nope, I'm being taken off that ballot. I don't want it. It's just, if the game doesn't want you back and you're fine with that, then be fine with that and be quiet. You know, I get that we all have freedom of speech and everything like that, and he can do and say what he wants to do, but if he's going to make a fit a fit out of this, then I'm going to be able to respond, right? If he's making a whole fit and fuss out of this, then just just move on. Either accept that you're not going to be in the Hall of Fame, or just accept the process. That's the bottom line. Accept the process. The process is what it is. Two quick notes. One on the process, one on Scott Rowland as his numbers continue to go up. Again, I talked about it a little bit earlier in the show. People get mad at, got mad at how you can have a system where there's no nobody in the Hall of Fame in a, in a given year. I get the frustration, but here's my thing. The Hall of Fame is supposed to be literally the Hall of Fame, right? It's supposed to be where the best of the best players are enshrined. That means that there's no compromising. You don't want to put a player in just because you don't have anybody good on the ballot that year. If there's nobody good on that ballot, good enough for the Hall of Fame on that ballot, don't vote them in. Keep the Hall of Fame sacred. Keep it where the best of the best are. Not just, oh, this guy got in because of that year the ballot wasn't good, the competition wasn't good on that particular ballot for the BBWAA. The competition that you're judging these players off of is the rest of the Hall of Fame in my book. So I'm not upset that nobody got in this year. I I didn't think anybody was going to get in this year, and I'm okay with that. And I'm not trying to say that too many players are being put in the Hall of Fame. I'm not, because players deserve to be in the Hall of Fame if they have Hall of Fame careers. I'm just saying I'm not frustrated with the fact that nobody got in this year, because that's okay. That just means nobody on this year's ballot in the writer's eyes was good enough to be put at this level to be enshrined in Cooperstown forever. It's not a small deal. It is not a little thing that these writers just check boxes on and submit. They make time. They make the effort, because this matters. 
This is like the penultimate goal, the ultimate goal of so many athletes. Pretty much anybody who plays baseball or any athlete who plays at the professional level, their goal is to make the Hall of Fame. At bare minimum, their goal is to be the best of the best, and usually the best of the best end up in the Hall of Fame. So stop throwing a fit that nobody got in. Nobody got in because the writers didn't see fit that people should get in this year. That's okay. Nobody needs to get in every single year. I'm okay with nobody nobody getting in. I really am. One other player I want to talk about for obvious reasons is the former St. Louis Cardinal third baseman member of the 2006 World Series championship team, Scott Rowland. Continues to improve his numbers, not baseball numbers, but Hall of Fame voting numbers. And in 2020, he was at 35.3%. This year, he clocked in at 52.9%. That's about a 17% increase. And if he has that same increase... Next year, he'll be at 69.6% of the ballot. Maybe he gets a little bit more of an increase. Maybe he might get even a little bit less because, you know, maybe it's Bonds, Clemens, and maybe Schilling's final year, so maybe voters vote for them a little bit more. But 2022 could be Scott Rowland's year. And I think that he is on the fringe for sure, but I, I lean towards Hall of Fame, one of the best defensive third basemen of all time. And my internet's down right now, so I... Can't look up most of the numbers. All the stuff I've given you has been written down, and I had the ESPN article bookmarked. So, apologies, I can't give you the numbers. But I think you know, he, I've said before I was on Locked On MLB a while ago, and I said I don't think he's there. Who knows? Maybe it's because I've listened to you guys too much <laughs> on the on the Twitter and on the Instagram and everything. But I I do think that that Roland could get in. Um, I think. I don't actually remember if he's a Red Jacket Cardinal Hall of Famer or not, but if he isn't, he should be for sure. Bare minimum, he's a Cardinal Hall of Famer. Um, but Scott Rowland um, is on the track to make uh, a Hall of Fame, make the Hall of Fame, excuse me, in 2022 if he it keeps increasing like this. Maybe at the latest 2023. Who knows? But uh, that's all I got on today's show. Take a break from... Uh, podcast tomorrow, but I'll be back with a brand new show on Friday. Who knows? Maybe we'll be able to talk about some Cardinal news for once, instead of just uh, mailbags and um, and Cooperstown stuff. But I'll be back on Friday. Um, if you have a question you want me to talk about, by all means, send it in. LO underscore Cardinals is the Twitter and Instagram handle. Uh, message me there. Um, LJ Fastball is my Twitter handle message me there email the show locked on cards at gmail.com and head over to locked on today for all of your sports news 20 minute updates as well so until i talk to you again stay safe stay well have a fantastic day